Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. It's about 10 past four and the team lists have just dropped. I haven't looked at them yet. I'm going to have a look at them live and tell you what I see, my predictions for this week. Let's try and get it done in 20, 25 minutes. We won't let it drag on. My initial reaction. Let's go. Round 12 of the NRL kicks off on Thursday night with the St. George Illawarra Dragons taking on the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Number one thing that stands out for me in these team lists is, of course, the makeup of the St. George Illawarra spine. They've reverted back to Cam McInnes at 9 and Ben Hunt at 7. Adam Clune's out, so it's sort of a bit of a force change. And I think they have anyone else in their squad you could really bring in to cover to play halfback. So I think Ben Hunt is the best option here. Other than that, they seem to be 1-13. to 13. The only other change is Jackson Ford. He's playing at lock. Um, he's a South Coast boys that I've got a lot of wraps on. I don't think he's a middle forward. He's more of an edge guy. But with Frizzell and Tariq Sims there, there's obviously not a spot for him on the edge. He's one to watch over the next few years. He's a really talented back rower. Runs a fantastic line. I really like him. The other man, it's taken him way too long to get into this side. Tristan Saylor's on the bench. Incredible sort of impact footballer. I can't wait to see him get on the field and do his thing. He's far too good not to be playing first grade. For the South Sydney Rabbitohs, Latrell Mitchell returns for this game. Uh, Jackson Paulo holds his spot on the wing. Campbell Graham and Gagai centers. AJ returns to the wing. Um, Bailey Sirenen holds his spot in the second row. He's really impressed me last week. Bailey Sirenen, really good footballer. Cam Murray, I thought that was his best game last week, doing some really good things. They've gone with four forwards on the bench. Mark Nichols, Liam Knight, Kulamantungi, a young mascot boy there, big future there. And Paddy Mago is, completes their bench. Jack Johns has dropped off there. Um, I'm going to go the South Sydney Rabbitohs here. I think Latrell coming back will be a big plus for them. And I think St. George, as I've said for a few weeks, I think they're a better side with Ben Hunter Hooker than having Cam McInnes there. But it's a force change this week. I'm going to say the Rabbitohs by eight in that game. Friday night footy kicks off this week at 6 p.m. at the SCG with the West Tigers taking on the New Zealand Warriors. For the West Tigers, Billy Walters and Benji Marshall remain in the halves. Obviously, Joshy Reynolds, he's on the extended bench. He's wearing jersey 18, so you need to keep an eye on him. Luke Brooks also on the bench there. So you need to keep an eye on any late changes there. The big in for them, Alex Troll at 13. They've really missed him. It's a massive game for Troll to be coming back. And Luke Garner replaces Michael Cheekham, who had that unfortunate injury the other night. It looked like he, he was having seizures out there. Really scary stuff. Uh, you know, fantastic footballer too. I really hope he gets a long stint in first grade in a starting spot somewhere soon. For the New Zealand Warriors, they've had a few changes. Patrick Herbert on one wing. George Jennings, he's come on loan. He's on the other wing. Their centres are Peter Hiku and Adam Pompey. 
Uh, the halves remain the same. Cody Nicarima and Blake Green. Jack Hetherington starts this week. He was fantastic last week. Really impressed me. And their their second row stays the same. Katoa, Tohu Harris, Jazz Tavunga. Absolute super coach galore. They're love all three of them. Uh, the other man that comes onto the bench is Daniel Alvaro. He's also on loan from the Parramatta Eels. So George Jennings and Alvaro come straight into, in, into the 17 this week after coming on loan from Parramatta. Two guys I really like, especially Alvaro. I think he's a really underrated front row, and I think he's going to do a really good job for this young pack. He, he's just to roll your sleeves up, get your meters, get your job done. No mistakes, no frills. I really like Daniel Alvaro. I think they could have done much worse here. They've managed to get Alvaro and Hetherington on loan, which is fantastic for their pack. Just awesome. Joseph Unger went nuts again last week. He's going to keep doing it. He'll probably tackle himself into an injury again sooner or later. Unfortunately, he's just too tough. He'd Put his head where I wouldn't put my foot, old Jazz Tavunga. I'm going to take the West Tigers here. I think they're just going to be too strong across the park. I'm going to take the West Tigers by 12 points here at the Sydney Cricket Ground. The second game on Friday night is between the Brisbane Broncos and the Cronulla Sharks. Brisbane, they've made a couple of changes here. Darius Boyd returns at fullback. Richie Kenner on the wing. Tony Milford, he's playing at six. Tommy Deedon's at seven. Brody Croft's out this week with an injury. There was a bit of a rumour around that Payne Haas might miss this game. He's been named in the front row, which is a good sign. Uh, Big Joe Offhangawi returns on an edge. Same as Tavita Pangai Jr. and Paddy Carrigan at 13. Isaac Luke returns along with Ethan Bullimore, which is, you know, a few odd decisions there. Obviously, uh, the move of Milford to six is because of uh, Brody Croft being out, but the Darius Boyd at fullback one, I just don't quite get it. For the Cronulla Sharks, Will Kennedy at fullback. We're still waiting on Matty Moylan. Still another week or two away. Jesse Ramian's been named. You need to keep an eye on him this week. That could be a late change. And of course, uh, Connor Tracy starts at seven with Chatty Townsend out this week. Tracy's a kid that I really like. He's just had a terrible injury run over the last few years. If he gets a good run, he could be anything. Really good uh, ball run. It'll be interesting between him and Johnson how they go. Um, their structures might be a little bit out of whack. They're two just eyes up footballers that'll just take the line on. Uh, Sifatalakai returns to the bench. Britton Nakora starts in the second row. And their bench reads Talakai, Williams, Wilton, and Big Royce Hunt, who had a monster game last week. They've still got Billy Magoulis on the extended bench. I'd love to see him get a game eventually. I don't think it'll be this week, though. Uh, I think Brody Croft being out probably hurts Brisbane a little bit. I was leaning towards him this week, but seeing Boyd at fullback as well, that... That really worries me. I'm going to go with Cronulla by eight points in this one. Saturday afternoon, footy kicks off at the SCG between the Sydney Roosters and the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, the Roosters, you know, they're obviously going to be short fast short price favourites this week after they were last week as well and got a bit of a shock. I think that would have taken a lot of uh, petrol out of the tank last week, so I wouldn't be surprised to see them slow start again. Start slow again here this week. Jeez, I'm having a shocker today. Start slow again this week. Uh, just looking at their lineup, Ryan Hall comes in. Brett Morris is out this week. I don't think it's anything too serious. Halves stay the same. Uh, their second row, obviously, Boyd Cordner and Angus Crichton are out this week. So um, Satili Tupanua comes in on the left side, and Orbison will retain his spot on the right side. Still holding on to Lachlan Lamb on the bench. I've been really impressed with him the last few weeks. One to keep an eye on in the future. For the Gold Coast, they seem to be 1-17. to 17. The one thing I will point out is that AJ Brimson's on their extended bench. So keep an eye on AJ. He could come in anywhere from fullback to centre to 5'8". He could, he could wear 14. He could come in anywhere, and if he does, you need to keep an eye on him. If he's sitting on your waiver wire, which in some comps he might be, you could do much worse than having A.J. Brimson. He's a really talented kid. I'm going to take the Roosters here by 18. I think they'll 
come out a little bit slow, but I think they'll be pissed off after last week, and Robinson will have them fired up. Roosters by 18 for me. The Saturday 5.30 game is between the North Queensland Cowboys and the Canberra Raiders. For the Cowboys, they seem to be pretty much 1-17 to 17 from last week. Uh, one guy that really impressed me last week was their 5-8, Arcee, or... Assi, however you say it, he, I thought I think he's been really strong. It'll be interesting to see what they do with him when Michael Morgan comes back. He obviously won't be in the halves, but I'll be interested to see if they find a spot for him on the bench or somewhere. Um, Cohen House hasn't had a great two weeks of footy, but geez, he, he's got to make up for it sooner rather than later. You think? I think the coach would be really stuck into him. He got shown up by Mitch Moses two weeks ago, and then he bombed a try last week that could have won the game for them. So he'll be fired up for a big game here. Up against the Canberra Raiders, who have a number of changes. Uh, Charles Nickel Clockstead's out with that injury to his finger that I think I would have retired from. They reckon he'll be back in two weeks. Unbelievable. Jordan Rapana comes in at fullback, sees Curtis Scott return to the side. Defensively, Curtis Scott has been awful this year. I said it for the few weeks before he was dropped that defensively he is a spot defender right now and he needs to sort it out. Ricky Stewart, I obviously addressed this, got rid of him. I heard that he had a, an, an infection in his arm or something during the week and that he'd be 50-50 to play this week. Looks like he'll line up this week, but I guarantee you the Cowboys will be going at Curtis Scott and there's opportunities there for a any time try scorer for the Cowboys. Uh, in the forward pack, obviously, Johnny Bateman returns. A huge in for the Canberra Raiders. Massive. Massive for Supercoaches. Massive for all my draft teams that are going like a busted asshole at the moment. Absolutely love it. Hudson Young moves to 13. On the bench, we see CHN make his first appearance for the Canberra Raiders. I'm expecting him to come on as a middle, but for the first few weeks, he might come on for Johnny Bateman. Don't know whether he plays 80 minutes or not, but... With Bateman, you just never know. He could come out and play 90 minutes this week for all we know. He's an absolute terminator. I'm going to say the Cowboys in this one. I think Bateman coming back will be a big plus for them. I'm really looking forward to seeing his combination with Georgie Williams. I'm going to go the Canberra Raiders by 12 points. The 7.35 game on Saturday night is between the Manly Seagulls and the Panthers from Brookvale Oval. Uh, both teams are pretty much 1-17 to here. The only thing to note here for the Panthers is that Viliami kickout comes back. So we see Tyrone May, who played in the second row last week. It was all a bit strange, but he did a good job there. He returns to the bench. Now, the thing with this game you need to keep an eye on, on their extended bench. Jersey number 19 for the Manly Seagulls is Dylan Walker. If he comes in, this will cause a massive change. You will see Dylan Walker probably come in and play 5-8, which you'll see Cade Cuss move to the bench and probably Lachlan Croker jump out of the team. Interesting to see what they do with Walker, though, because Cade Cust has been playing out of his skin the last few weeks. They could play Walker at centre. They could play him at 14. We'll have to wait and see. It was his jersey before he was injured, but Cade Cust has put on a really good performance. You need to watch team list for that. For the Penrith Panthers, number 18 is their hooker, Appy Curacao. You have to keep an eye on late changes there. Appy, if he's fit, he comes into this side because they will need him against Manly, and I think he'll be pretty fired up to play this game against his former club, I'm, uh, I'm going to take an upset here. I think Manly might get the better of the Penrith Panthers. I think Penrith, they're a really good side, but they've been shaky the last few weeks, and I think Manly, they'll just have that slightly harder edge, especially through their pack and in their halves, and I think they might get the job done here. I'm expecting Daly Cherry Evans to have a big game at Brookvale. I'm going to say Manly by four points.
Sunday afternoon footy kicks off at 2 o'clock with the Canterbury Bulldogs taking on the Parramatta Eels. For the Bulldogs, uh, they've had their new recruit. Well, you know, their new recruit. He used to be a Bulldog previously. Timmy Lafay comes in at centre. Good to see him back in first grade. Too good not to be playing first grade. Just remember, when Tim Lafay was at the Canterbury Bulldogs, fuck, he was playing some unbelievable footy. I wouldn't be shocked to see him find some form here. He's a good, he's a handy little footballer. He just, he just couldn't get an opportunity there at the Dragons, which, you know, that might not say too much about him considering the coaching selections and everything that's gone over that, that's gone on over at St George over the last few years. So keep an eye on Timmy Lafayette. If he's on your waiver wire and you've got a spare spot on your bench, just grab him because if he finds his old form, he could be anything in the centre wings. Uh, as far as everything else, the Canterbury Bulldogs stay the same. Luke Thompson at 13. I think his minutes will start to pick up now again. On the bench, they've got Cogger and uh, Sione Katoa. So, you know, big minutes for their forwards. I think Luke Thompson, you'll start to see some huge minutes out of him sooner rather than later for the Parramatta Eels. Uh, we see Ryan Madison's been named, so hopefully he plays after his concussion against the Tigers last week. You'll have to keep an eye on him. I think you'll know a few days before kickoff whether Maddo's definitely playing or not. Fingers crossed he is. Nathan Brown's still at 13. Love what he's been doing lately, playing some unbelievable 40. Same as Regan Gamble-Gillard. Their entire pack, really, they've just been on fire lately. Mitch Moses' return last week had instant impact. Looking forward to seeing him this week against Canterbury. He could really light them up here. Uh, Andrew Davey holds his spot on his bench. Uh, a bit of a late bloomer there. I think he's made his debut at 27 or 28 years old, which is just crazy in the modern game. But he's played some really good footy, come up with some really crucial offloads over the last few weeks that have led to tries. So really impressive there by him. I'm going to take the Parramatta Eels here. I think they're going to put a bit of a score on Canterbury, I think it'll be close. They'll blow them away at the end. I'm going to say Parramatta by 20 points on Sunday. The second game on Sunday is between the Melbourne Storm and the Newcastle Knights. A couple of changes here for both camps. Uh, the centres for the Melbourne Storm this week will be Marion Seve and Justin O'Lam. So we've obviously seen Branko Lee injured. We've also seen Paul Morovsky injured. It looks like he's played his last game for the Melbourne Storm. It's about a 12-week injury. And with the shortened season, that'll see the end of him at the Melbourne Storm. So he'll be back up at Balmain the next time you see him. Uh, for their forward pack, they see Brandon Smith's on the bench again. Big Nelson Asafa Solomona starts. I think you'll see a big game out of him this week. He had an absolute shocker last week. He was dropping balls like they were going out of fashion. He would have got a real razzing this week from Craig Bellamy. I think you'll see a big performance from him. For the Newcastle boys, obviously that nine jersey completely and utterly cursed. There was a bit of word around that Kurt Mann was going to play nine. They've named Chris Randall there. You'll remember Chris Randall from round one or round two this year against the Penrith Panthers. He played 80 minutes. Made 75 tackles or something. Just a real tough little hombre. He's going to do a good job for them there. If you're desperate for a hooker in your super coach comp, you could do worse than grabbing Chris Randall. And then Phoenix Crossland's also been named on the bench. Now, it'll be interesting to see what they do here. I wouldn't be shocked to see Chris Randall come off and Kurt Mann go to nine and Phoenix Crossland come on and play six at some point. I wouldn't be shocked to see that little change there. Crossland could come on and play nine, but I don't think you'd want to put him in the middle. Just a young body like his, I think they'll put Kurt Mann there and they'll bring Crossland on to play six. Interesting to see how Crossland goes. They've had big raps on him for a long time. I think the other man that's made a huge impact in this side is Mitch Barnett. He's been fantastic the last few weeks, and they're going to need every single ounce of the best of what Mitch Barnett's got against the Melbourne Storm this week. I'm going to take Melbourne by eight points. I think it's going to be a close game here. I'm expecting Mitchell Pearce to really step up and have a good game, but Melbourne, they're just going to have too much class. Cameron Smith's going to absolutely give it to them, I think. Thanks again for tuning in to the Rugby League Guru podcast. Sorry that was a little bit rushed there, a little bit short on time this afternoon. I wanted to get it out there. 
There it is. If you want us to go a little bit longer next week, slip into our DMs and let us know. Uh, 13-odd minutes or whatever it's been probably isn't the ideal amount of time. We'd like to talk a little bit more, but it is what it is. We've got a couple of really good podcasts coming out over the next few days. We've got our Minutes That Matter podcast dropping tomorrow morning. That'll be an absolute cracker. Three huge plays from the weekend in Minutes That Mattered in the context of their games. Some classic moments there. Then we've got our... Fan is short for Fanatic Podcast. It's something I'm launching on Thursday morning. We've got a Canberra Raiders diehard in Jack Cronin. You'd know him from Instagram as the man behind Caesars Palace making all the great NRL designs. A champion bloke. He comes on and tells his story as a Fanatic NRL fan. If you're like Jack and you're a Fanatic NRL fan and you want to come on and tell your story and have a chat about your team, what's happened in the past, how they're travelling at the moment and what the future holds for your footy side, send me a DM or send me an email, the Rugby League Guru at at gmail.com. If you're a keen footy head and you want to have a chat, I want to have you on the podcast. Let me know. Keep kicking the corners and always play smart footy. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 